Welcome back to the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I was eating a built bar before doing this segment because built bar gives me the extra energy I need before I do this podcast. Because sometimes I wake up, I'm feeling a little sluggish, I'm feeling a little slow, I'm feeling a little lazy. So, built bar helps me bring up my energy. And with Locked On. Diamondbacks and the Lockdown Podcast Network, you can get $10 off your first Built Bar using the code LOCKDOWN when you go to BuiltBar.com and use that promo code. So go to BuiltBar.com if you want some, you know, tasty, delicious uh, protein bars that taste like candy. Just use the code LOCKDOWN to get $10 off. And please go check out my website, MillerThomas24.myportfolio.com. I'm graduating college pretty soon. I'm going to be in need of a job. So please Go check out that website, MillerThomas24.MyPortfolio.com. Let's get into today's show. We are talking about another great game in D-backs history. We are talking about Randy Johnson and his 20-strikeout game. That masterpiece he did, but unfortunately, it didn't go down in the record books like he should. So we talk, we'll, we'll talk about that game, what happened in that. But first, if your company is interested in men between the ages of 18 and 44, your company should be sponsoring this podcast. Locked on Diamondbacks is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if you want men in that age range, this is your spot. Plus, I'll reach to the most reasonable around. Email me at LockedOnDiamondbacks at gmail.com to find out more. Now let's jump right into that Randy Johnson talk. We are, we are talking... About that 20-strikeout game that Randy Johnson had, and it was a masterpiece by Randy Johnson. If you guys don't remember this game, this was against the Cincinnati Reds way back then. This was uh, pretty much prime-time Randy Johnson. This was May 8, 2001, so Randy Johnson has been with the D-backs for a hot minute at this point because, remember, Randy Johnson, uh, he, he pitched for a very long time in baseball. He started in the in the late 80s pitch all the way to, to 2009 think about that he started when michael jordan was like at his peak of basketball and then he retired when lebron had already been to an nba finals like that's pretty crazy to think about and so randy johnson in 2001 was still dealing even though he was 37 years old he was still uh arguably the best pitcher in baseball he was in the middle of of winning four straight Cy Young Awards. He was in his third straight season of winning it. He was 37 years old. He led the league in here, right? He had 21 wins, 250 innings pitch, and even at 37, he led the league in strikeouts for a third straight season, and he led the league the year after, too, at age 38. So Randy Johnson was, by all accounts, probably the most dominant pitcher in baseball still in 01 at age 37, and he put it on full display in this one, uh, Randy Johnson was just too basely for these St. Louis Cardinals. And it really had a masterpiece on this uh, May 8th. I mean, the, the Arizona D-backs all-star left-hander struck out 20 Reds batters over the course of nine innings that night. And he only allowed three hits, uh, three hits no walks, and one earned run. But... One of the biggest blemishes from this mark is that the fact that 
Randy Johnson wasn't able to complete the game because the the game was tied heading into extra innings. It was tied one wall, one uh, one heading into extras. So the problem with Randy Johnson, why this game kind of has an asterisk next to it, even though it was such an all time great by Randy Johnson, is that the fact they didn't finish the game means it couldn't be put down in the record books. It, he couldn't uh, be tied for the Major League record because the Major League record at this time was 20 strikeouts in a nine-inning game. And that didn't count for Randy Johnson because technically he didn't finish the game. It went to extra innings, so he couldn't be counted in the record books. And I think that just, they really, I just think they did Randy Johnson so dirty because he did his nine innings. It's not his fault the D-backs couldn't score more than one run when he's out here wheeling and dealing striking out 20 guys over the course of nine frames. He struck out the side three times in this game, but the D-backs couldn't do anything offensively. They only got one run in this game before the ninth inning, and they were lucky to get that when you go back and look at it. Even the Reds pitcher, I mean, he wasn't striking out 20 guys, but he also had a very dominant game in this one he went eight innings himself gave up seven hits but only one earned run like randy johnson one walk and two strikeouts so he was matching randy johnson inning for inning not exactly strikeout for strikeout because he isn't the strikeout artist that randy johnson is but he was going inning for inning with randy johnson and he was putting the cardinals on his back and have i been saying the cardinals this whole time that is incorrect it is the Cincinnati Reds. I don't know why I keep saying the, the Cardinals. I don't know where I saw the Cardinals. But uh, it's actually against the Cincinnati Reds. I'm sorry. If, I don't know why I kept saying that. So May 8th, 2001, D-backs versus Reds, not the Cardinals. Scratch that. And still, this is a dominant one by Randy Johnson. I mean, he, he would just in his bag in this game. Three times prior to Johnson's 20-strikeout game had a pitcher struck out 20 in a nine-inning contest. Roger Clemens of the Red Sox set the mark against the Mariners on April 29, 1986. And then he tied his own record, Roger Clemens did, and that was on September 18, 1996 against the Tigers. And then the Cubs, Kerry Wood also did this. He matched Clemens with 20 strikeouts. On May 6th against the Astros in 1998. So a couple of dudes have done it before Randy Johnson. And Max Serger has done it in the last couple of seasons. He did it once in the last couple of seasons. He had a 20 strikeout game as well. So we've seen it uh, since Randy Johnson did it. And we've seen it. We saw it before Randy Johnson did it as well. But this was the first time we saw it. And it didn't necessarily get counted. It, that, Randy Johnson had this phenomenal game. But it wasn't counted as a record as maybe we felt like it should have been just because how hard it is to get 20 strikeouts in the game. But that's just how, that's just the rules. And unfortunately, the rules do sometimes suck, but these were the rules that day. And these are just baseball rules. But Randy Johnson, uh, oops, Randy Johnson accidentally closed the tab I needed. But Randy Johnson did have a day for the record books, even though it didn't get counted because it's not easy to do what Randy Johnson did this day, 20 strikeouts over the course of nine frames. Let me just tell you uh, how these strikeouts went down. So in the first inning, Randy Johnson faced Donnie Slater to lead off, and he got him. Uh, he struck out looking. Then the second guy grounded out, and then the third guy, Barry Larkin, who we know as the great MLB analyst, he struck out swinging, so that's two strikeouts in the first. 
and you come to the top of the second, and uh, Randy Johnson gets a first guy strikeout swing, next guy ground out, and then the next guy strikeout swing as well. So that's already four strikeouts through two innings. Then you go to the top of the third inning. Randy Johnson got the first guy to line out, but then he struck out the next two in the inning, both swinging. So these guys were swinging the bats and trying to get try, trying to get ahead of the count, trying to put the ball in play, but they couldn't. Randy Johnson was just powering, about, uh, powering the fastball by them, even at age 37. And then we go to the top of the fourth inning, and this is one of those masterpieces. Strikeout swinging, strikeout swinging, strikeout swinging. One, two, three. Randy Johnson is just working, dude. So far, no one has even gotten a hit. No one's even been on base. Randy Johnson's getting two strikeouts every inning. And then the fourth inning, he decides to strike out the side. Then we go to the top of the fifth. And the Reds finally get something going. You get a strikeout swing to start the inning. You get a single to left field by Aaron Boone. Then Boone steals second, and then Ruben Rivera hits a single to left, bringing Aaron Boone home, and that will be the only run that Randy Johnson allows on the day. But then Rivera gets caught stealing on the next play, and then he ends the inning with, of course, a swinging strikeout. So that's another two strikeouts in that inning, even though he gave up one run. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. But I kind of love them even more right now because I can get food delivered without leaving the house or even opening the door. Given what's going on in the world, they created non-contact deliveries. So now when I order food from local restaurants, everything gets left right outside my door. They also have Postmates Pickup, which I have been using to order takeout from my favorite local restaurants. Listen up. You guys need to be supporting your neighborhood spots right now. I've only been ordering local because it's a great way to support my community. And Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from Walgreens and 7-Eleven and dropping it off outside my door. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android. Find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. When you download the Postmates app, anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Now, I want to talk to you guys about Built Bars because these things are the new wave right now for me. They are just so extremely tasty, and I love them so much, not just because they're tasty, but because they're also healthy. I'm a big junk food guy. I like my candy. I like my gummy bears. I like my Snickers. But eating Built Bars makes me feel like I'm still vegging out, still like I'm getting my junk food in, but really I'm tricking myself into eating something both, both tasty and healthy. It's a protein bar. But it tastes like a candy bar, and they come in 16 amazing flavors, 8 filled with chocolate and nuts, and 8 with chocolate but nut-free flavors as well. So if you like chocolate and nuts, we got that for you. If you like chocolate but have nut allergies, they also have that for you. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, and the best thing about them, even the elderly can eat them because they are soft and easy to chew. The Built Bars are also healthy, as I mentioned. Built Bar is great for the health-conscious guy like myself because even though I like to eat junk food, I also like to get a nice workout in when I can. Helps you lose or maintain weight while also indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber, so it's everything you need. 
So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. And then you look at the top of the six. The first guy, fly ball to right field, but then strikeout swing, single to left again, a steal, and then a fly ball. So he only got top of the six was the first time he didn't strike out at least two batters. And when Framley moved to the top of the seventh, another striking out the side, one, two, three, inning for Randy Johnson, Barry Larkin, Alex Ochoa, and Aaron Boone. So Randy Johnson was still working. You're wishing the D-backs get more than one run on. They finally tied it up in the top of the seventh. Because uh, if you look at the or they finally tied it up in the bottom of the sixth because Randy Johnson actually started the rally in the bottom of the sixth inning. So was not only was he just pitching lights out, doing everything he can on the mound, he was also doing it in the batter's box. He had a single to center field. Then the next guy up had a ground out. That was Steve Finley, and he got Randy Johnson out at, out at second on a force out. And then next up, a Jay Bell, who, were, who was able to get a single to left, so Steve Finley was able to move to third. So now he got first and third with one out. And then there's a pop fly by Gonzo, the next guy up. So now it's first and third, two outs, but you got Randy Sanders at the plate. He was able to give one of his pitches a nice ride to left for a single through the left side of the infield, single to left, and that was able to score Finley, and that tied up the ball game. So now we go back to the top of the seventh, tied ball game, Randy Johnson. It's crazy to think about how he had all those strikeouts through the seventh inning, but was losing this ball game. I mean, if I go back and count it up real quick, it's two in the first, and you got two in the second, that's four. You got two in the third, that's six. You got three in the fourth, that's nine. You got one, two, two in the fifth, that's 11th. And then in the sixth, you just got one, so that's 12. So entering the seventh inning, Randy Johnson had 12 strikeouts through six innings, but was losing this ball game. And then he stepped up in the seventh after the D-backs finally tied it up. And he decided to strike out the side for the second time in this ball game, bringing him up to 15 Ks now. The D-backs couldn't do anything in the bottom of the seventh and top of the eighth. Randy Johnson strike out the side again, back to back, striking out the side. So what is that now? Is that 15 strikeouts, I believe, or even more? I've lost count. It's just so many strikeouts. They go to the top of the ninth. I'm guessing it had to be, if I do the quick math, uh, 18 strikeouts, actually, because he strikes out two in the top of the ninth. But that's his night. He, he goes 20 strikeouts. He goes nine innings, but giving up the one run was enough to take him out the ball game because he, he, what, what more can he do after nine innings of work? He done put in a full day. He had a hundred. Uh, how many pitches did he had? He had 124 pitches. He was he was almost 130 pitches into this ball game. You weren't gonna keep running Randy Johnson out there uh, with the possibility that he could get hurt. So he he decided to come out the game. The, they actually asked Randy Johnson if he wanted to stay in the game, but he decided to go out there. Randy Johnson actually told the Associated Press. He said. 
I was asked if I want to go out there, and I saw no point in going out there for the 10th inning. I surely could have went out there and done it, but what was the point in going out there and throwing 10 innings? I really didn't see it. So that's how Randy Johnson felt in the moment. He, he knew the 20 strikeouts was a big accomplishment, but why keep pitching in a game that's going into extras? And when they might not even get the win, might as well hand it over to your bullpen. Hopefully they could bring it home and then your team could get the win. It's sad that Randy Johnson wasn't able to get the victory because it went to extra innings, so he got the no decision. But this is one of those ball games that you know gets kind of overlooked in history because it doesn't necessarily count as a record even though it's a record-setting kind of performance. It, you've only seen it a handful of times with guys in baseball. And I, I'm one that after a perfect game, after a no-hitter, I think striking out 20 guys is the next hardest thing to do. Some people would even argue striking out 20 over the course of nine innings is harder than a no-hitter. But I think a no-hitter, literally allowing no hits, I think that's just the hardest thing to do because even though you, you can still walk people and still give up runs, but the same with you can still have an awful game striking out 20. You can still give up 10 runs as long as you're striking out, dude. You probably won't be in the game long enough to get to, uh, 20 strikeouts if you uh, do give up 10 runs, but we see it. I think it just, I think it's even though you see the, the no hitter more often than like a 20 strikeout performance. I just think that is just so tough to do because uh, just think about uh, how, how many guys you got to go 27 up, 27 down, not allowing one hit. These are major league baseball players. This is what they get paid to do, and it's it's tough. I'd rather have my guy go out there and give up, uh, do a pitch a no hitter and strike out 20 because I think there's still more room for error in a 20 strikeout performance. I think you still lose because if you look at that. Max Serger game from May 11th. Uh, Max Serger gave up two runs in this game. I think he gave up a, a pair of home runs in this game, even though he struck out 20 batters. So that just goes to show you, uh, you could you could be uh, you are more likely to lose a game striking out 20 than you are to lose a game with a no hitter, and that's just how I feel. So this is an all time great by Randy Johnson game. He did everything he needed to do in this one. Uh, it's I believe it's the third hardest game you can pitch. Uh, a 20, 20 strikeouts or more. Maybe if you told me twenty, I think twenty seven strikeouts in a game. Literally, uh, you could give up five runs, but if you're striking out every batter you see over the course of nine innings, I think that is harder than uh, a no hitter. But Randy Johnson twenty strikeout game. This is one that should have been in the record books, but. Unfortunately, it wasn't, but a great Randy Johnson game and probably the second best game of his career, I think most would say, after his perfect game, of course, because that is just a little bit tougher to do. But overall, great Randy Johnson game. Thank you to everyone who tuned in to this edition of the Locked On Diamondbacks podcast. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy inside. And if you guys want something new to try, go to BuiltBar.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first order. That's BuiltBar.com, code LOCKEDON. Hope everyone is staying safe and staying healthy and staying inside. I already said that because I mean it. Peace!